Hey, welcome to the Young Leaders Drinking Coffee Podcast. My name is Anthony, and mm. I am your host. And I'm Jose. I'm your co-host. And we're so excited to be doing this. Again, we're a podcast where we can help young leaders in the church uh, be encouraged, get challenged, and continue to move ahead. And so we're so excited about this and so excited about what God is doing. And this is our third episode. And uh, we talked last time and we ended on talking about this idea of comparison. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to speak to this about comparison for the the young leaders out there because I do think that comparison gets a bad rap in that uh, people say comparison is the thief of joy. And, And I agree with that mostly. Um, But I do think that there is power in comparing ourselves because um, because I think I need I always if I'm running a race and there's somebody next to me, I'm going to run faster. Right. Um, If I'm playing football and I'm playing against little kids like, oh, we're doing a youth hangout and we're playing football like I ain't putting cleats on. Uh, I really ain't going to try that hard. I'm going to mess around. I'm still going to beat you, but it's not going to be what it could be uh, compared to like I play flag football here every Sunday uh, after church. There's like 40, 50 dudes. Some of them are like <laughs> semi pros. Uh, some of them been playing for years and I get out there. I tighten the cleats up. I'm like, I'm like running plays in my head the day before, just like mentally preparing and I, <laughs> I am going out there and I'm balling, but I'm going against a much higher competition and it ups my level of ability. And so I I do think that I I have an issue in my own life with comparing. I have friends who are the same age as me Mm -hmm. uh, running youth ministries five, six times the size of mine. And I'm looking at them like, dude, I know what your budget is, man. You all are just killing it. And, and, and the comparison, uh, definitely can steal some joy from me yeah but I'd, i i gotta not allow that to happen and just allow the comparison to be fuel for me to do things better uh with more excellence and 100 like i'll just steal stuff that you're doing like dude that's awesome for sure but i think that's the good side of comparison and i think a lot of us lead on to the negative side of it what do you think i think yeah i definitely I, I lean on it on the negative side too, but I think I, I do it in different ways where I'll see a different local church. Um, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll go through iTunes and I, I want to support, you know, our churches and stuff and, you know, all of our local churches because I think what God's doing in Vegas is super important and it's way bigger than what God's doing at just at Designers Church. But uh, I'll look at, you know, I'll go on and I'll look up, you know, some songs from different churches and I will subconsciously do this. And if you haven't done this, you're totally lying. Um, <laughs> but you'll be like, man, I can do way better than that. Right. And so I'll have right. this thought process in my head until I say I can do better than that, but I'm not. Therefore, I'm not doing better than that, you know, like, so right, right. it's like, dang, it's such a challenge for me. And it's such a humbling thing for me where it's like, you know what, their songwriting might not be the best or their recording might not be the best or whatever might not be the best, but at least they're doing it. 
at least they're taking that step right and right. it's just a challenge for me it's a humbling thing for me it's like man and people don't really care what you want to do people only care about what you're doing babe can you get this cute baby my beautiful little almost two-year-old just walked into the office where i'm recording she has no diaper on and she is the cutest baby of all time and she's trying to be on the podcast so that's why we're doing this she's got some and my wife just came and snatched her up it's like that video everyone keeps posting like when you're working at home and the little kid walks in yeah uh uh, but so i I was actually muted just now so that's okay uh but i think this i think um i think that that comparison can certainly be the thief of joy and um, I, I think we have to be careful what we allow ourselves to compare ourselves to. Like, I, I try not to compare numbers. Yeah. But that's a natural thing. Like, on, like I compare my numbers all the time. Like, oh my gosh, like I, I, I think I'm a better communicator than you. And it's like, you know what? Like, maybe you're not. And right. Uh, like you, you have this many kids, and I, your worship ain't even that good. Like, it's not as good as us. And it's like, well, to those people there, that's exactly what they need. And it's like almost like we need to trust god more that god put the right people in the right places at the right time and i want to use that to kind of lead into how we are connected and we didn't really get to talk about that too much i think i could speak for myself not you maybe but uh your jose is my best friend Mm -hmm. and we met at designers church in las vegas and Uh, We kind of talked about that a little bit last time, but uh, my wife and I were the youth directors there for about three years. Uh, We started off with, uh, we started off with uh, like four or five kids and we would just meet in the park in the middle of summer (laughs) in Las Vegas. And we'd be like, Hey, we got free pizza and we got Otter Pops. Invite your friends. Let's play dodgeball. And it ended up growing. We ended up getting to about 20 kids Mm -hmm. in the, in the park. And it was just crazy and fun and hot. And we're just giving out free CC's pizza. Uh, And so then eventually we move into our living room and we're doing youth in our living room. And it was fun. And we're literally like just inviting kids in our neighborhood, inviting kids from the church. And uh, you, uh, you and your wife, Brooke had been on our team and, you're helping us with worship and you're helping us with small groups and ideas. And, and, uh, eventually there was a TV that was broken in our house and I was like, I, like awesome. we, we need to move. Also, uh, in Las Vegas, whenever you tell your, like tell parents like, Hey, let your teenager come over to my house for church. They're like, no, no thanks. Yeah. No, we're no, good. no, we're good. You're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, so we moved into the building and we did that for about two years. Yeah. Uh, in the building and you and your wife led worship and so uh, about like I said eight months ago my wife and I got a job offer from this church in Texas to go full-time here sure and so we moved out here and then you and your wife took over in Las Vegas so for about the last eight months yeah and you know yeah yeah for sure because uh, I'm Anthony's best friend. He is not my best friend. <laughs> so I didn't want to say, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Anthony's my best friend. Uh, uh, I know your wife, Kim, is Brooke's best friend. They, like, talk every single day. All um, the time. To the point where I-, I feel like Brooke is probably, like, a phone celebrity to Luna because she just knows her from the phone, from FaceTiming yep. every day. Yeah. But 
Yeah, there. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, and it was. I remember that. I remember that process of going. Like, you, you want to know what's so, something that's so funny is m- both of my siblings have gotten hurt at our youth, uh, at our youth <laughs> events. Like my sister broke her wrist when we were at the park. Bro, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. my god, that's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, she broke her wrist because we were playing kickball. And then my brother. And uh, you gotta say what we were using for the plates. Oh, we were using like those. The, we were using the Little Caesars pizza box. Uh, pizza boxes. Like empty Little Caesars pizza boxes. Yeah. And it's like I'm not trying to throw shade, but we probably just should. Like the actual pizza probably would have had more traction itself. I agree because Little Caesars is the worst pizza of all time. Yeah. If you've been in youth ministry for any amount of time, you are done with Little Caesars pizza. Yeah, please. Yeah. And also, just as an, I mean, if you're like, if you're ministry, like if you're in a in youth ministry and you're a youth pastor or whatever, is like, oh, we'll just get, we'll just get a uh, Little Caesars. It's like, well, you know, you don't, you won't just get, you know, you, you, you won't just get like off-brand grape juice for communion right right like you're gonna get the good stuff you're gonna get welch's you're gonna get and, welch's bro yeah so go with domino's you know pizza hut it's it's bro it's just better. let me go on a quick rant here <laughs> spend the extra money to get better pizza for sure. okay yeah. everybody's thinking it i'm gonna say it. i'm gonna help you out here domino's pizza is six dollars if you get three of them yes stupid little caesars is five dollars and it tastes like hot trash garbage yeah now i love y'all get better pizza okay if i come to visit your youth ministry and you're handing out little caesars i'm gonna face kick the first person i see i don't (laughs) care who it is and then i'm gonna leave yeah it's like that video where that they're they're at that little kid's birthday party and that guy like the dad gets offended at something and then he just starts slapping everybody. Just, sl- <laughs> <laughs> just like slaps the little kids, slaps just the cops. Sl- yeah, that's what I'm doing. If I come to your youth ministry and you have little seasons and you're like, Anthony, we're a small church. We have a small budget. Yeah. I don't care. For sure. Call up Domino. Say, hey, give me a discount. I'm a church please for sure yeah hey we will order pizza every single week yeah no yeah for sure so yeah my sister got hurt and then in the last year my brother has dislocated his knee that was the last injury he had and he has sprained his ankle oh my gosh so i'm like uh like maybe i just shouldn't my my family probably just isn't called to designers church yeah they just have to go that's just god speaking for sure it's like hey these people are destructively they're just destructible they're not you do not want them in your ministry god is like you know and the funny thing is that your dad has bad needs yeah so maybe it's just the lord just smiting your whole family well can you speak to what it was like to take over and maybe some of the process that that's been and then we're going to talk about coronavirus Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. So man, I'll just say this is like, it was last uh, 2019. Um, since you guys left was probably the hardest year of ministry that my wife and I have had. Um, you know, just cause we're, we're kind of like, so my wife and I are going through this season. We're trying to have, you know, we've been married for almost six, well, five and a half years now. And we're trying to have babies. 
and we've kind of been going through a season of just infertility and so that has kind of been hard that was kind of towards the end of the year that we've kind of really been struggling with it but at the beginning like when you guys left um so to the you you guys that are just now listening to the podcast and um you really you know more of anthony than you know more of me Uh, i've kind of struggled with depression a lot and you know when you I mean, because I'll say this, yeah, you're my best friend, but I've kind of in the last five years looked more to you as a brother. And so when you moved, like it was hard for me because um, we we love Luna, you know, we love Kim, we love you. You're just like, you're our best friends and you're just family to us. And so it was hard for like you guys to watch you guys go, but it was also an exciting time because it was like, man, yeah, it's time for them to, you know, go out and, and really grow as, as, as leaders in your lives, as pastors. And I know you, you feel called to, you know, plant a church one day. And so I think this is just an awesome opportunity for you to, to do that. And so, yeah, for me, it was, it was just like, it was difficult but then at the same time, you know, I was, uh, I, I was going, I was doing devotionals through that time. I was doing Proverbs and I forget what proverb it was now, but it was a, it was a, a scripture where it said, man, do not withhold anything that you have from, from anyone. And so I was like, dang, like, and what, what you learned, what I've learned from God, what I've learned in ministry, all of the stuff that I've learned, my passion for youth, man, I can't just let it go to waste. And so when you guys left, there wasn't anybody really, um, that was going to lead the ministry. So it was probably just going to die. That's the reality. I was just going to kind of end. And so we were going to just wait and see what happened. And so, I just, I'm reading this proverb, you know, I'm doing my devotional and, and I just felt God say, Hey, I need you to stand up and do this. I'm not, you know, and I didn't, I didn't feel God promised me, you know, with thousand kids or 500 kids or anything like that. I just, I just felt God tell me, Hey, like these kids aren't going to go to church. If you guys stop, they're not going to go to any other ministry. They're not going to go anywhere else. I mean, some of them will like the youth pastors or the pastors kids are, um, right. Just because they grew up in church or whatever, and but but everyone else is just kind of gonna filter off. And I was like, man, I, I could just couldn't let that happen. But I also just felt God tell me, I need you to do this. Uh, don't worry about being qualified. I'm gonna qualify you. I'm calling you, yeah. and and I'm gonna use you. And so that was something for my wife and I that we've been doing it and. I think we've been doing a great job. You know, I, we're still learning. Yeah, we're still growing. Sure. There's things where, like, I need to become a better communicator. Um, you know, just on the platform, I need to become a better leader off the platform. And so we're just growing through that. But I think that God's been consistent in our lives, and God's just—we've gone closer this year. Like 2020, we've gone way closer than we've ever been to God, and I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, let me say just a couple of things. Number one, I think y'all are doing an amazing job just Thank from you. our perspective and just talking to you and hearing awesome testimonies. And mm-hmm. uh, man, like we will talk about a different time, but some leadership struggles that y'all have been through. But <laughs> sure. I will say this. Let me give you two more things. I think uh, at the, the youth group, 
there is such an eclectic group of kids like i think this our vision was like we pray for god give us the kids that nobody else wants and god was like (laughs) yeah okay i will and so he did like for sure just a little story we have this kid named sean who i love so much there and so he's in las vegas with jose now and he he started coming when we were we were over there and we did this lock-in now this (laughs) lock-in uh if you've ever done a lock-in you know it's the worst greatest idea of all time yes and sean there was this point where i counted sean had eaten 12 cups of cup of noodles (laughs) sean is a little bit larger and he is the sweetest kid you will ever meet but it was 2 30 in the morning and we started eating at seven. We started off with Kane's chicken. Uh, then we came back. We did like a snack time. We did a Nerf war. By two thirty, he had eaten twelve cups of cup of noodles. Yes, and you're not counting when the uncrustables. <laughs> oh no, I forgot about the uncrustables. Oh he must have eaten like eight or nine. So he comes out of the bathroom looking like a million bucks and i was like hey sean like you okay he's like yeah i just threw up some cup of noodles i'm feeling so much better i'm just sitting there dying because i should have known i'm so happy he got it in the bathroom though yeah and then uh lastly i think i hope like just for everyone i think that uh, i'm just gonna defend myself i think that i left the church uh the youth group well and that my yeah. goal, my hope the whole time was that you would take over. It wasn't like we we're like, all right, deuces. But we oh, had yeah, conversations sure. about, hey, like, man, I, I really see this calling and gifting on your life. And I think uh, maybe at the moment you didn't see it when you first talked to me. But I remember a moment where we were meeting up stairs in the office and you came and you're like, hey, like I, I read this proverb. And uh, I think that was God speaking to me to say, hey, I'm going to step into this. And, yes, for sure. Uh, just kind of the last month or so that we were there. Uh, I think you started to get a vision. You started to get excited. And I remember I was talking on the phone. You're like, we're going to do this, this, and this. And I was like, man, that's awesome. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and I'll, and I'll say this just to as well, just because I kind of didn't – I just made it sound like you just abandoned yeah. us. Yeah, I was no, just like, hey, F y'all, I'm out. <laughs> no, 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 for sure. No, yeah, I mean, you guys got that notice, you know, last – you know, it was like, hey, we need to know in like two months. It was like, oh, um – we're kind of leading a ministry right now, sure. but yeah, no, like you guys, you know, finished out the year with us. You, you went to camp with us. It was, and so you didn't just leave us out, you know, to fend for ourselves. We kind of, it, it was this se- like just a season of process, a season of prayer, a season of just trying to figure out what God was telling us and just trying to really seek Jesus in it and all of it. And you, I mean, you were there, you guys were there that whole time. And fortunately, you know, I, 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 we just felt God tell us, hey, we, we, we need we need you to do this. Um, yeah. And, you know, the ministry was left the same, you know, the same. And it was it was good. It was healthy. I know the kids were heartbroken to see you guys go. But at the same time, I think they were super happy for you guys and excited for you guys. Yeah, I think. um Again, kind of just talking about timing and people being in the right place and God being sovereign. I, when we moved out here and uh, started to do what we're doing out here, uh, we went to camp with the, the high school students when we got here and God moved in this mighty, powerful way. And That's awesome. Instantly, we built this connection with 40 key student leaders and yeah. uh, 
just kind of been going from there and it's just such a god timing thing and so when i complain or maybe compare myself to others i'm like oh god like why are you doing that there and god's like because i need to because there's these students here who are hungry for the gospel and maybe they're not the communicator that you want them to be or maybe their worship's not as great or maybe this whatever complaint you have or criticism you have he's like but they're my son or my daughter and i've called them and anointed them to this position and they're going to reach people and lives are going to be saved and generations and families are going to be saved because of this person that maybe you don't think is that great of a communicator or whatever yeah and so i'm just like okay god you right my bad dog yeah for sure that's awesome (laughs) i think uh i want to end on this and we can just talk through uh maybe some of the coronavirus challenges right now Mm -hmm. it is uh march 20 uh march 20th and the coronavirus is in pretty much full swing all throughout the country uh places getting shut down left and right so a lot of churches have had to go to digital uh online yeah and i'll say my pastor uh the lead pastor of our church here uh, Pastor Drew said this, and I, I thought I was so inspired by it. He said, I think this is a great awakening for the church. Yes. And I was like, man, that is such a great way to think about it. Because there's so many churches who weren't online. Uh, there's so many churches who were missing out on a huge group of people. Definitely. And I think there was a lot of people who were kind of forsaking the meeting and just yeah. kind of trying to do life on their own. I think a lot of people are going to see like, man, it was really important for me to get together with people. Yes, for sure. I think there's a lot of, there's still a lot of people too. I mean, there's even pastors that aren't even on social media. And right, it, right. like you said, it's such a, it, it is like, like your pastor said, it's just such a wake up call. Like, listen, like, man, you guys have, we have to be, we have to be online. That's the reality of, of, of church nowadays. If you really want to have that community and, and listen, it's not the same as, as really being in person with someone or really being in person all together and, and worshiping God together and just being in that community. But at the same time, uh, there's people that follow the church that struggle with anxiety. I mean, anxiety right. is such a huge thing right now. They, the people that struggle with social anxiety and they're just too scared to even go to a church because they don't know what it's like. They don't know what people are going to think or they don't know what the process is going to be and so doing something like this where we're going online and actually being a part of the community online is so important and we just need to we the reality is we need to grow up i think it's a childish thing to say i'm not going to change yeah especially when it's when there's so many people online uh who again are just kind of hungry or searching and I, I totally agree. Well, I, I want to ask you, uh, and I know, again, we're both pretty new to this, but what are some things you're doing right now online for your students, or what are some ideas that you have to help reach uh, uh, this next generation? I'm actually pretty horrible at it right now, uh, just trying to process it, because, I mean, we just... and. Uh, we just got and the reason why I'm saying that it's pretty bad is because we just started like closing businesses in Vegas that aren't essential like the strip is locked down Um, but one thing I mean you know there's somebody I'll say this there's always somebody in your ministry that knows 
how to do things on right like, whether it's you know technology or whatever people that are if you're not tech savvy and so i'll just say this ask somebody for just a you know an hour of their time or something you know some time and so something that i'm planning on doing just because we i'm so picky i'm not i'm not like a perfectionist about anything at all but when it comes to and this is probably why the reason i struggle with you know really writing songs and putting them out there is i'm such a perfectionist when it comes to music and so with worship i'm like scared of doing it but when it comes to just sharing a message something that i would say is say you don't feel comfortable speaking for 45 minutes you know online the reality is that your students if they're at home they're probably not going to pay attention for 45 minutes yes or 30 minutes yeah so if just think about doing a devotional for for four minutes even or right even if it's like if you're on tiktok and you're just um one minute yeah one minute just record something real quick something encouraging uh, but also, it was something that my wife and I are actually going to start doing is my wife has been so like, like just pro- protesting and like just boycotting TikTok for the last couple months. And so I finally <laughs> told her, hey, look, let's let's record one because we're doing like a challenge for our church every day. And so last night was like a dance party thing. And so we recorded a TikTok and uh i like i don't even know i really hope there's no cussing in that song but we recorded it and it actually came out pretty good um yeah that's funny and so we're we're doing that and so brooke is brooke is like super excited to come home and start recording that but really one of the (laughs) things i think kids just really want you to be present i think that's what and i just think that's gen z in general they want you to be present They want you they want the views you know they want the likes they want all that stuff um and i don't think that's selfish at all i just i think that that's something where it's like man this is what community is now and we need to grow up we need to be a part of it and so that's something that we're doing where we're just i mean even if it's not a message we're just we're just being active online we're being active on instagram being active on on uh TikTok and something that I would encourage you guys to do is uh, um, look for community like communities on Facebook too. If you're probably like uh, an older millennial or whatever, you know, like you're in your later third or later twenties, and you're kind of like oh, I don't really know what to do. Uh, join like Facebook groups. Um, there's Facebook groups all online or on Facebook that you know, they. They'll give you advice on what to do. They'll give you advice on what to post. You can get on YouTube and post videos. Um, just be active is what I would say. Is right. Just be present. Be there. Uh, every time you, one of your students posts something, comment on it. Like it. Uh, right. 100%. For sure. I think that especially now, I, I think in the last couple of years, it's been more like, hey, like, don't just DM my child. Um, but I think that's starting <laughs> yeah. to change now because parents are more of, you know, the kind of like, Hey, can you just text me or can you just DM right. me? And I think it's becoming more okay to do that. Um, also, you know, obviously if, you know, that's something in your church where it's like, you have to make sure that it's okay with your church first, or you have to make right. sure, you know, send out an email and say, Hey, just so you know, we are because we have to be online. 
we're gonna be communicating with your students and just don't like, so don't freak out if you walk into the room and you know, I'm like on Zoom with your, with your 13 year old and a bunch of other 13 year olds, you know, going. Yeah, you not know. by your, not just us though. Yeah, yeah and yeah. a bunch of others, just so you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't freak out. We're like going through the Bible and just, we want you to, we want you guys to know that. Something like just for sure, email your parents and let them know. Right. But yeah, just be present is something I would say. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that to me and any youth leader listening to this, I'm sure y'all know this already, but just the power of social media, uh, the power of a like, the power of a comment. Um, yeah. I, I, I spend I had a leader come up to me and say, man, you spend so much time on Instagram. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But like, it's all me liking and commenting and oh my gosh, y'all my favorite. Yeah. Love y'all. For you sure. guys are great. And I do, and I really, I'm like, oh my gosh, like y- y'all are awesome. Fire emoji, fire emoji, praise emoji. Like y'all, y'all some queens, whatever. Like I don't know, whatever. I'll just comment anything uh, because it's it's so personal. It means so much to them. But I think for us right now, in the middle of coronavirus and a lot of just creative content, yeah. uh, a couple things that we're doing, um, we are doing a. Uh, our youth group is called NOFO, N-O-F-O. And we're calling it NOFO Leaders in Cars Getting Coffee. And so we just have a NOFO leader, one of our student or one of our leaders come over. Uh, it's me and another guy uh, just come over and we sit in my car. We set up a camera or a phone yeah. uh, and then we set up a microphone and then we just do an interview for like 15 minutes. That's awesome. And it's stupid questions. And like one of the questions was like, hey, what's your most embarrassing moment? Right. <laughs> uh, one of the questions I asked, I was like, hey, have you ever pooped your pants? Oh my and so this guy goes on this crazy, awesome story. Uh, one of the things I asked, what was your best prank? And then I did ask like towards the end, like, hey, what would you tell students right now? Uh, to encourage them in this moment when anxiety is so high and everyone's kind of freaking out. And so uh, just kind of spoke about that. And then another thing we're doing, we're just putting out some funny videos. Uh, There's such an easy punchline right now. Like social distancing is so easy. Uh, Coronavirus jokes like that are like not rude and disrespectful. Uh, It's pretty easy. Like put out some funny content. And then uh, what I've realized is... Instagram TV is super powerful. For sure. Uh, a lot of kids are willing to, do, if it's if it's valuable though, like to yeah. watch a, a few minute video, uh, a few minute devotional, like you said, like four minutes, just put it out there. For sure. Um, just make sure that you're putting good content out there because right now, especially there's so much, you have to stand above the rest. Yeah. Uh, and so maybe that is just something that's funny and lighthearted instead of news driven mm-hmm. uh maybe that's something that um you have a, a i don't know something good like y'all have to be creative and you know what your context is and you know what your students want and what For they sure. need uh, uh put that stuff out there and and then man we we text our leaders and say hey leaders can y'all share this can you comment on this can you help us uh, with engagement if you don't know um, the the algorithms for Facebook and Instagram and especially TikTok is all about engagement. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure TikTok is if you get a view and then you get a like on it, the more percentage of likes 
of your views, it bumps the TikTok up higher and higher so more eyes begin to see it. Right. Um, same thing with Instagram. The more engagement on the video or post, the more people begin to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just asking people to engage, engage yourself, and that's what we're doing right now. And we're also going to do a Hot Ones video. I don't know if y'all watch them on YouTube. Uh, hot Ones where they eat the the chicken wings with the hot sauce on it. We're going to do one oh of those, gosh. and I'm pretty excited and super nervous about it. Right. You love hot, like, spicy stuff. I though. do love spicy. So I'm I'm hoping, like, I'm hoping it's not that bad, bad and I can look really cool because I just ate this spicy food. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. It might blow my butthole out. Oh, my gosh. That's so gross. Uh, How I, awesome it, would that be live, it, though? That actually i'd really i don't want to watch you poop <laughs> just see me just like sitting there and all of a sudden i just stop and they just zoom in down my pants and there's just a giant log that's <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely not gonna be a log bro i'll tell you that yes yeah, no i know it's gonna be a waterfall yeah no you know something i just thought about this is just really quick remember uh we did a i think it was like a jalapeno challenge and I oh, just yes. like I just put like I threw it in my mouth and and everyone was like oh that's awesome, but then I started chewing it and I didn't realize that when you chew it, the taste stays in your mouth. And oh, there no. was one one of our students did it and he was like no you're not supposed to chew it you're just like like put it in your mouth chew it enough so that it's like you can swallow it but do it fast and swallow it and you won't taste it and I didn't do that I chewed it for like 20 minutes. And I was, my face was on fire. It was the worst. And I had to lead worship right after. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst. But, uh. Worst worship set of all time. Yeah. One thing I'll say. You're just saying oceans over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? about water. You know what? Our student is just going to lead worship today. I'm not doing this. I'm going home. I'll be in the bathroom. What if you led from the bathroom just because you're like, oh no, it's just because the acoustics are so good. Right. But really you're just blowing it up. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. No, uh, I'll say this too, though, is, man, be careful with, you know, the content doesn't have to be amazing. Like, you don't have to be this fire speaker, you know? But what I will say this is this, is uh, um, I, I'm, I won't say Android because I don't want to mess with you guys. But, like, don't, don't use bad cameras and, like, right. you know, like, right. stuff with, like, bad speakers or anything. I'd say, like, make sure that it looks you know, presentable, make sure that it's understandable and that you can mm-hmm. see whatever you're posting because if kids can't, like, they'll just get frustrated and they'll just be like, all right, right. I'm going to the next thing. Um, but yeah. I I'll, think because yeah. so many of them are watching stuff on YouTube, which has quality production value. I'm not saying, like, you need, like, the nicest XLR camera and the no, nicest no. microphone, and we're not even doing that right now. Uh, but just to be honest, like, if I start to watch a video... Unless it's like a dog biting somebody or something like crazy awesome that I want to see, if the if the audio isn't good, I'm tapping out. Like I'm I can't do this. Yeah, for sure. And if the video quality is not good, I'm like, bro, I'll give you one minute and then I'm done if this don't change. And I think that uh, I, I you know I've heard content creators like just put it out, put it out, and I I understand that. Um, but I, I'll be interested to see what this next generation if they're more if they're willing to watch something where the production value is not better. Mm. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That'd be weird. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I will not watch a video with bad, with bad sound or bad quality. 
I just can't. I'll just find something better. I'll just find something with better stuff out there. And so, and I'll watch something where I like the person with lesser content mm-hmm. um, if it's good quality. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I. I can't tell you how many like bad TV shows I've watched. Not inappropriate, just like bad TV shows that I've watched that <laughs> I just watched because they had, I mean, it was good. It was quality. It just looked right. It was, you know, right. it wasn't distracting. It wasn't, you know, overblown mic or anything. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't pixelated. And I just stayed watching like YouTube. People won't, I mean, you can be the best preacher you could be the the most creative um person with like your youth news or whatever it is and if it doesn't look good if you can't understand it kids are just gonna tune out right Um, i I used to listen to this guy named bill hybels all the time um and he had like this old man whistle between his teeth like he would talk and it would like come through (laughs) on the mic and this guy was like the greatest leader of all time for a long time. Uh, and if y'all know anything about it, he had like a, a morality failure and stuff. But uh, he was for a little while, he was awesome. Oh, well, actually, for a long time, he was amazing. And he really kind of modernized the church. But uh, he had like this old man whistle in his <laughs> teeth. And I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. That's crazy. Um, he was the greatest. Con- he had the greatest content, but I couldn't listen to it. That's awesome. Um and I think I think this like if you got five kids in your youth group, which a lot of youth groups do, and you just want to send out like a message on your phone to them a few minutes, like that's okay too. Like that's gonna work. Right. Um, but if you're trying to capture the attention of unchurched kids online, or that that kid who's on the fringe, that that uh, kid who maybe comes once in a while because a friend invites them, or they come for the pizza, yeah. Uh, put out some good content. Put out something funny that's gonna capture their attention. Right. Uh, we just put out a video about how to wash your hands. Uh, and it was it is popping. It's so good. Uh, but it's just funny. It's stupid. There's no point to it. It's just funny. No, yeah, it was for sure good. Um, uh, one thing I'll say too, I just uh, for you, maybe if say you're leading a small group or whatever, something I'll say to you, uh, an app, a cool app that I've actually started using, and I was actually reluctant to use it because I kind of felt like only older people were using it. So I was like, oh, no, I don't want to be a boomer, you know? I'm just kidding. Is it the Life Alert app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm you like, use. Yeah, Life yeah, Alert. Yeah, that's what you use. But, no, but, like, I've actually been using it. Um, and I actually got my young and married small group to use it because my wife got the wives to use it. And so I got the guys to start using it. And it's actually been pretty good. I shared a devotional with them this morning, and it was cool. Um but yeah, I mean, just doing easy stuff like that, it's awkward. Wait, what app? It, oh, sorry. It? Uh, Marco Polo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's super easy. You just like, you hit start. You don't have to hold it. You just hit start and you just tell them what's up. Um, you just talk to people. And you can do groups. You can talk to one person individually. You can do whatever you want. Mm. Um, but you just kind of share. And, and it's cool because while you're speaking, people can actually watch you speak uh, as you're recording it. I know that might like strike some anxiety in some people, but you know, right if, now they're like, oh, what if I say a bad word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, hey no, it definitely happens. And you know, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, <laughs> not, I don't do it because I'm perfect, but 
Yeah. Never sinned once. Yeah. That's the cool thing about being a youth pastor. You never sin. For sure. As you soon as mistakes. As soon as you get like the title, you just stop sinning. It's so weird. That's what happened to me. Yeah. Just up until that point where I became a youth pastor, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I just stopped sinning. I stopped saying cuss words. I stopped being racist. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, just, what? No, 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 no. I'm, sti- hey, I'm still racist. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, just kidding. No. Hey, just going to be honest out here. No, no, no. Still no, doing sure. all those things, especially your racism. Yeah. And no. you're Mexican and you're racist against mm. other Mexicans. Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely am. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Your name is Jose Gutierrez, which is the most, uh, the third most Mexican third name most, yeah. of all time. Antonio Banderas, number one. Well, that's Jose more Spanish, Canseco. I feel like. Oh, okay. See, that might have been racist of me. Just that was pretty racist. No. <laughs> no, Jose okay. is definitely Jose the Canseco. Uh, I think he's like Cuban or something. I'm not sure. Oh my gosh. You would actually know and I don't. I need to just stop talking. You know what's funny is <laughs> so I'll walk into I'll walk into like um, Mexican place like businesses and people will talk about me. And I don't know, I feel like I look no. Mexican. But they'll talk you about do me in look Spanish. Pretty Mexican. No way. I don't know why Mexican people don't think I look Mexican, but all like any other race always like no you're definitely mexican um but then i'll like just start speaking to them in spanish and they'll just be so embarrassed it's so funny see i want to learn spanish for that reason like not to share the gospel to 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 mexico like not to go on mission trips to the dominican and be able to speak the gospel like i want to learn spanish so that i can go into a mexican restaurant and hear what they're saying about me i know because i know that they're talking about me when i'm like um can i get no pico de galo please and they're like oh you white piece of crap yeah that's so (laughs) that's funny that's the only reason why i want to learn spanish i love that Hey, I think that uh, I think that this is a good episode. I think I'm gonna cut it here for sure, uh, and we'll just say we'll love y'all. Come back. We're gonna record once a week and just keep putting yeah. out some good stuff for y'all. We love y'all. God bless. Love you guys.